She's like a Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Hola hermanas, bienvenidas a ¿Quién, ¿Quién es la más? más? Mi nombre es Gigi y yo soy Braulio. And before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It would help us immensely to get the word out. We appreciate all the support. And today we are recapping La Mazraga 4, um, episode 3. And um, it kind of reminded me of the, there was an episode, I think on the second season, where they had something similar. It was called, I think, La Mas Independiente. But it was something similar. So, like, some of the looks were kind of like that challenge. Yeah, well, Johnny uh, kind of called that out because he was like, this is officially the Mexican Revolution episode because, yeah, like you said, they had done similar things, but not quite on the head as this one. So, mm -hmm. yeah, he, in part of his little spiel, he was like, I want y'all to really focus on the era as well. Do not, like, get confused about that. So take your phones out of your pocket and pull up Wiki and go through it. <laughs> I wonder if they... I don't think they, they get to... I think we've discussed this before, but they always kind of confuse me because he's saying, like, oh, do some research. And I feel like they already have done the research. They already came with their outfits, so there's nothing they can do. Yeah. And It's mostly for us, for the viewers, mm -hmm. to tell, like, the story. That's how they're presenting it to us, as if they're presenting it to them. But, of course, they already know because their stuff is already ready. They come with it ready. Yeah, and that's kind of one of the issues I think this show is running into. Because, like we see today, and the past, I think it was the first episode, when Letal was like, going off about how she's so disappointed I think there's not much they can change because they already brought everything ready so I don't think it's fair to ask them to do more when they didn't have enough time well they already they already like did everything you know a lot of their garments are made everything is planned out they can't really just come up with something new because it's going to Like, they always tell them to rehearse. It's probably going to not work if they just don't rehearse it. Yeah, I mean, I could see the rehearsing part, but the look, I mean, the look is already built, so there's not much yeah. they can do there. Um, they can they can work on their presence and their attitude, which is one of Letal's main criticisms as well, like, present it like you want to be there. And, um, and again, I mean, that, that could be, uh, helped by some more re rehearsing as well. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I get what she's saying. Like, I get it. 
and I agree to a certain extent. Like I know that, you know, we want to see them go in there trying to win, not just mm -hmm. being complacent. Um, but at the same time, that's not what the competition is. It's just a looks challenge. Like you can't mm -hmm. really, because we see these queens coming out and doing a monologue and it doesn't work. It's boring and it doesn't feel authentic. So it's like, what do you, like give them another challenge that'll, that they can display their talents so that way they they can actually show you what they have to offer yeah they should they should separate the runway with the uh, a challenge instead of making it uh one and the same i think that'll give them that'll show more versatility and then they'll be able to like focus on on the luck when they're on the runway and not have to be distracted by all these other things. Yeah, because it's just it's it's hard to I, I'm putting myself like trying to think like what what can I do? Like there's only so much you can do when the when the challenge is just to present a look. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have a song that you can prepare. You don't have a lip sync that, you, you know, they can pay the rights to like there's just only so much you can do so. I, I don't know. We've seen a lot of little tricks here and there, you know, from I think Lupita had fire. And then on this week, we saw another person with so, sort of the same thing, like some kind of uh, sparks flying. Um, and then past seasons, we've seen also like people use fire. I, I think it was like the Red Rabbit duel. They were using fire at one point. But again, that's like, uh, I don't know. It's just they're it's very limited, I think, what they're given. Um, what they can do, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you could only expect so much. Um, yeah, so how did you feel about this episode, just in general? Like, do you think it was better than the last two? Or has it been going uh, down, in your opinion? Um, there were certain elements that I liked uh, more than the other ones, and then others that I didn't. For example... The I think the last one had a better runway. I think every, every queen just exerted themselves a little bit more um, in that episode. But this one, I liked the mini challenge uh, a lot more, even though the actual results of it, like the, the performance of each queen was a little uh, up and down. But I thought the concept was more fun um and again they got to show their other talents um as well since they want a, a 360 queen then there you go give them some challenges where they can actually show their versatility i i like this episode i think it was a little bit weaker than last week's just because i feel like we've seen this theme in the past um so it wasn't as like exciting because i feel like i've already seen it in a way but overall i did i did like the little the mini challenge uh well it's not really mini it's like half the like a quarter of the episode but it, it's it was pretty cool to see them sort of act and be in another um type of setting than just presenting a look um i mm -hmm. wish that would be more implemented into like the the 
the core of what of what the show is mm-hmm. but i liked it um but yeah i mean the lip sync was pretty disappointing to be honest i i wasn't i to be honest this show i don't have any lip sync that i can think of that i have been impressed by or that i remember i literally don't remember <laughs> any past seasons lip syncs yeah it's not the main attraction of it um i don't know i like this one though i I didn't think it was as bad as the previous ones like at least all three knew most of the words and they didn't just stand there they at least made some effort um i don't think the right one left but okay yeah we'll get into that all right so Viva la revolucion! This week, the competitors are challenged to present a look inspired by the Mexican Revolution. For this week's drag instantáneo, the contestants put their TV hosting skills to the test and have to host their own news program. The winner of the drag instantáneo will receive extra points on their final scores. On the main stage, the winner of this week's challenge, La Mas Revolucionaria, is Paper Cut. Georgiana La Carrera and Tiresias land in the bottom and have to lip sync to Prefiero Ser Su Amante by Maria Jose. In the end, La Carrera is eliminated and is added to the drag altar where she will be remembered. And she will be remembered because a lot of those people were so upset that she left. Sobbing. Yeah. Yes. I was not, but. <laughs> but are you ever? You have no emotions. I don't. You're right. <laughs> but I was kind of shocked because we didn't really get to know her that well, to be honest. Like, I knew mm-hmm. that she was like a nice person and that she had, and I knew her sort of her backstory with her, that she had kids and stuff. But I didn't really get to really feel for her, like I mean, close to her. Yeah, I think I think that's what it was, though. I think that's the whole, um, the, just the fact that she has her own family, kids, um, in a way. Uh, I think that's probably what maybe bonded her to some of the the people in the show. Yeah, it, it probably got they got real close um because she does seem like a pretty open person and pretty sincere and caring so uh yeah i mean i I can see she being easy to get along with maybe maybe i just think the i don't know i guess they i don't know if it's the show that did a bad job at presenting her or Mm -hmm. uh i don't know i don't know i don't know what it was maybe they need to take more i don't know because they show a lot of like stuff in the workroom but for some reason it just doesn't i don't get like attached to a lot of them it's weird again no emotions <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's probably my 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 problem <laughs> um so they let's go into the mini challenge the drag instantaneo and they're going to be presenting this like like kind of like a 
morning show like a morning show yeah yeah where they have somebody be the weather girl somebody be the you know the news person and the hosts and so they split into two teams and one called mañana which is cypher rebel morgue Tortiana, la moraliza electra iris xc and lupita kush and the second one is venga la felicidad i think it's called and it's consists of uh, Alexa Fox, Veracruz, Papercut, Tiresias, La Carrera, and Sirena. What did you think of this challenge, or this little mini challenge? Um, like I mentioned, yeah, I really like the concept um, because, again, they it, it gave them a chance to show uh, other sides of their personalities or their talents, and also like in a way they got to step out of their usual drag character and just put themselves in a situation where they had to um i I mean i assume there was some thinking on their feet going on it wasn't all super uh rehearsed um so it was was it scripted because I felt like it was. I, I think generally, yeah. And and then it looked like maybe they had a prompter or something that they were looking at as well. But still, like, you, you could see some lines here and there were just off the cuff. Yeah, when they messed up. You could <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. okay, they didn't rehearse that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was cool. I liked I like the concept. Um, Which team did you like better? La Mañana or Venga La Felicidad? So my favorite um, was Pepe's team, Venga La Felicidad. And I think mostly because of the two main hosts when comparing them, uh, which was Lexa Fox and Veracruz, I believe. They were just... Just a little better. Uh, I do think Lexa Fox could have pushed herself a little more to catch some of the um, stuff that Veracruz was throwing at her. But um, Veracruz is also a very big personality as well. So a, I can understand that it was kind of hard to keep up as well. Because I think they have, they have pretty uh, different energies. Lexa Fox is a little bit more, not as lively, I guess. She's a little bit more coy. Dead. <laughs> more dead. Sure. Um, and I liked, I liked the DCS. Um, I liked a lot of the, the horoscopes that she read. Not all of them hit, but um, La Carrera was interesting. Um, again, it didn't all land, but I got it. Like, I was with her, and I got the concept. Paper cut, I mean, she pushed herself a little, or he pushed himself a little more than, than I guess, I was expecting. Mm, there, were, there weren't any jokes that made me laugh from him, but I still liked it. Um, and then, I mean... Sirena was just there for to be pretty, and uh, I mean it was okay. Uh, I like the other teams' exercise portion of the show. 
Oh, did you catch all the Aurora Wonders jokes? There was like 50. One in every scene. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Making fun of the first girl to leave. That's classy. Classy ladies. That just makes it more obvious that they kind of didn't get along with her. Or at least they just they weren't connected to her. But did they write those jokes? Who knows? Maybe it was the producer. True. That is true. We don't know. They were trying to make a a broccoli joke. Just like, what's her name? Dahlia Sins. Yeah, with the broccoli. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe she'll be in every episode. Maybe Aurora, they'll make fun of her every episode. And she'll be in every episode. <gasps> you never know. Um, so the winner is kept secret, which is kind of weird. I don't think there's... Why? I don't get it. Um... Rebel made a good point, though. Why? Because she said that this way, like, keeping it secret, then the queens don't, in their head, they're not, like, relying on those extra points. Like, right before the pasarela. So that they're, like, they actually make an effort and they're not like, oh, well, I can get those three extra points from the challenge. I'll be fine. I'll be saved. Oh, that's which yeah. came in handy last week, and now they they came in handy, especially this week as well. It saved um, some of them. Well, that is a good point, actually. So maybe they're going to start doing that as a normal thing. Okay, so we move on to the the camerino the Knicks, where the contestants are talking about their personal lives once again, and I think the most interesting part of the conversation that has to do with the competition is um, when some of the cast members are calling out Georgiana or George, what's her, what's her, how do you pronounce it? I think it's Georgiana, but <laughs> earlier they called her Georgina. <laughs> That's what I, th- yeah, I was confused. So yeah, they call her out because they feel that she's not taking it serious. Um, yeah. What did you think about this? Well, she kind of brought it up on herself, too, because she asks everyone, like, who who do you think will go home this episode? And then Sirena is like, well, if you don't get your uh, shit together, then it might be you. And she didn't like that very much. Um and they start talking about how Georgiana is mostly like focused on, I guess, causing drama, like picking fights, and that she's too cocky. And but others, others are kind of reading it in a different way and thinking that that cockiness kind of like is trying to overcompensate for insecurities. Which, I mean, it could be because, um, like, in the, pa- in, the, in the last episode when they were on stage and they were being judged and she was one of the menos and as she was standing up there, like, every time they called her out or something, like, she made this face, like, uh, I know, I knew it, I don't know, oh, I agree, like, it, it feels, it looks like she wasn't taking it seriously. But, I mean, it could be her way of dealing with 
uh, the, her own disappointment for being one of the menos. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I I could tell that too. And then even today in this episode, she was kind of rebutting. Is that a word? <laughs> anyway, when she got critiques, she would have something to say like, oh, I, did, oh, yeah. I didn't want this. I wanted this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Defensive. I think she's feeling insecure about, well, the judge is not getting her drag. I think that's what she's struggling with right now. Yeah. But she does say again, oh, I want to be a conductora. That's what I want to do. Um, just like you said, she mentioned in in El Salseo, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I well, the the contestants do have a point in pointing that out, um, because I mean they see that they see something's up, so they're like, and I think some of it in the beginning was probably cockiness because she was chosen by the fans to be there so she kind of feels untouchable mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. um but then i think as the competition is progressing she's seeing that these other ones these other people have talent that might just knock her out even if she was chosen as you know by the fans so mm-hmm. um i think that's why she's kind of we, we're seeing her crack under pressure a little bit but she tries to play it off. You said crack. Crack. <laughs> um, but she does have this way of like kind of playing it off as like, oh, it's not bothering me. Like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, oh, really? Me? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just very that. Like, just putting on kind of a, a character or something just to, to not look weak, I guess, mm-hmm. to the rest of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, and it's, she's not hiding it very well. <laughs> No, it's very apparent. It's very apparent. Um, all right, so from here, let's go on to the runway. Like we said, the challenge is to present a look inspired by the Mexican Revolution, which I think Johnny mentioned that it should be from 1910 to around 1920, I believe. Um, so that's when, that's the, the era they are looking for, they should have looked for inspiration from. All right. So the first one, uh, on the stage is Tiresias. And I mean, these don't really have an explanation. So we're just going to have to take our, whatever we know about the Mexican revolution, which is pretty much nothing or very little, um, what did you what did you like about Tiresia? What didn't you like about this look? Um, I liked her commitment on the pasarela. Uh, I do think it went a little too far into. I don't know. She was auditioning for like the next James Bond or something. But yeah, that look that look was not very good. It was too. It was just too simple. It was just a little halter top and a little skirt and that's it. And that wig just didn't look right either. So yeah, definitely not one of my favorites. Yeah, there were people that, there's probably people that actually went into battle and looked better coming out of it. She looked. 
Can I also say that I get it? Like it's La Revolución, and so I appreciate a lot uh, what what is said by um, I think Seafair later on because a lot of them had like guns on stage and blood and, and stuff, and I get it mm-hmm. that that is what what happened, right? That's blood was shed people died um but that's why i appreciate what the interpretation of some of the queens that didn't go that route um i appreciate that yeah i feel like she could have gone farther knowing like seeing her looks before like she has gone so like elaborate with her costumes so i was kind of like let down with this look um, and she presented it well, but it did go a little too crazy, manic, exorcism. So I was like, what's going on? What's happening? Um, but it wasn't the worst. I don't think it was the worst. No. Um, the next one up is Sirena. What did you think about Sirena? Is this Anai coming to the stage? <laughs> That's what it <laughs> looked like to me. La Rebelde. Um, so the overall look was not really my cup of tea, <laughs> but I liked the sombrerón and I liked the little detail with the the lipstick that was a bullet. Uh, that was cool. The rest of the look was like too safari, and I didn't get revolución from it. Yeah, and again, that over-reliance on, on guns. I don't see... I don't know. I feel like it's too basic. Like, oh, revolution. We think of this, this, let's do, and just put it over uh, like a pantsuit, which is... It's fine for like a gig at the club, but if you're presenting it on the main stage, I feel like it should have been little bit more elevated just a little I guess I'm just wanting like a little bit more like something unique from her because this is what everybody was wearing like bullets mm-hmm. even even Roberto was wearing bullets on on his chest <laughs> um, um, so it was pretty basic and nothing exciting and it was the styling was off it was just like it wasn't it wasn't the worst again but it just didn't excite me um, the next one up is Rebel. Speaking of Rebels, Rebel Mork. Um, Rebel. I don't know. I'm, I'm like kind of undecided. Like, I like a lot of the little details. For example, like, like what? La trencita and then sobaco and then oh, yeah. the armpit. <laughs> That was cute. Kind of gross, but cute. <laughs> and then the the flowers in her rifle, and I think she like shot it, and it shot out glitter. Um, so I liked that she kind of represented a little bit of the peaceful side of things, and even though she did have uh, a weapon with her, um, it was for different use and I don't know the the look I like it's just I don't know that it's for this challenge 
Yeah, I think I needed a bullet vest. <laughs> no. No, I just don't like uh, that it's... I don't know. I feel like it's not clearly revolution. Mm-hmm. Mm, you would have to explain it to me. But I do like it. It's not a bad look. I like the look. Um, I think the makeup went a little too... I mean, that's her. I guess that's what she does with her makeup. But I don't know. It kind of didn't go with the outfit. I feel like she should have done like a cleaner makeup for this for this dress. Just so it can read more um, traditional in a way. And the emphasis to be more on like the look and what she's presenting. But it wasn't bad. I actually really like the dresses. I just don't think it was, like you said, the best for this um, theme. Mm-hmm. All right. The next one up is paper cuts. Uh, I loved this look. It was insane. What he is presenting on the stage is crazy. Like last week was so good. And I think he almost won with that look. And in this one, it's just, it's even better. So that's impressive. Um, and again, it wasn't like, it wasn't like gimmicky. It was just, it was, he was just presenting something that he created and it didn't have to have like um, some kind of stage performance or he had, he didn't have to like make a speech. It was just like spoke on its own. So mm-hmm. I really, really love this look. Yeah. Like you said, like he, he, he didn't have to sit there and talk about it, like just visually, which is the cool thing about the stuff that he makes. Like you just look at it and you're like, wow, like you, you don't need an explanation. Yeah, it's just very, very striking. You can tell hard work and the makeup was incredible. Like it, it, made, it made him look like 2D, like a, a paper. Um, and, and I like the message towards the end where he like rips up his uh, gun and instead pulls out a pencil. I guess kind of like uh, the pencil is mightier than the gun, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I maybe you can kill people with pencils. Maybe that's <laughs> a better weapon. That's true. I don't try it at home, kids. But yeah, so so cool, so cool. And the fact that he made that little train as well to go along with the whole look. That was awesome. All right. So the next one on the main stage is Lupita Kush. What did you think about this look? The one thing that I liked about her look was the fact that she used her disability for good effect um, as part of her performance. I just don't think that look was a look like it's just too simple and uh, whatever story she was trying to say it's completely lost on on what she's wearing like it, it just doesn't explain nothing um, which is probably why she had to grab the mic and like explain it to us <laughs> yeah in, in her words yeah those pants are like they look like like a potato sack literal potato sack yeah. it, 
yeah, it's not a strong look. The message was there, sort of, but needed more conviction. This needed to be like dirty, like ripped and really like if you go into battle, you're not going to come out looking like a model and just blood on your hands. No, you're going to be busted and like bleeding and dirty. So this is just it was the details were missing on this this look. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next one on the runway is Alexa Fox. Um, Lexa Fox with her reveal, which I wasn't expecting. Not sure if I loved it, but I appreciated it. Um, I guess I just didn't like the looks themselves, but I appreciated that she did something more than just walking the runway. Um, yeah. But it wasn't my favorite look, to be honest. What did you think? Um, I think just the fact that because there were reveals and uh, maybe a little too focused on, okay, they need to come off real well, then the dress just becomes a way to um, sell the final garment because you're just taking it off one after the other. So it's not, they're not the main focus. Um, which I mean, I liked. I liked the last look the best, uh, but it was a little too simple because it's just the bathing suit, and that's it. it. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. It's just could have gone a little further, uh, but the reveals are really cool. I think. All right, the next one up is La Moralisa. What did you think of La Moralisa? Uh, not my fave this week, unfortunately. Um, she keeps changing up the makeup, which I love. And, I mean, I could tell she was trying to portray <laughs> a, a train, I suppose. But, <laughs> but the costume was a little too stiff and too plain for me. Um, not enough detail. It's just very boxy. And it, it didn't help that she was just like walking like a robot the whole time too. Yeah. This, I like the makeup, but I feel like it was a little muddy. I think it, she needed some like gold glitter on her face to make it really like shine. Um, she should have covered her whole face in glitter, done something more dimensional because it just looks... A little like the gold doesn't really stand out um and yeah like you're gonna be a train and just stick a train track on you like what how is that conceptual it's like avant-garde that... avant-garde we don't understand it it's too high concept well she probably was high when she conceptualized this because it's just like does not make sense and if you take that track away it's just it makes no sense um so yeah, I, I don't get it at all. I think it was a really, it was a miss from, I mean, it's original, but it's just not, not a great look. The next, the next one up is La Carrera. And um, I, at first I wasn't really like too excited about this look, but I didn't really hate it as much as the judges, I think. I think it was just okay. Like, I liked the 
like the the baby that she was carrying and turn into guns. You know, just a just a normal reveal. Normal day in Texas. Normal in Texas. Um, and I like that, but I think I feel like she she had the idea there, but she didn't go all the way for it. It was just like two different outfits put together and. Like she had that idea. Like I see the ideas in like the outfit, but it mm-hmm. just wasn't. I don't know. She probably just didn't think of it too long, or I don't know what it was. It's it's a concept. I think it just could have been executed better and needed like a second draft because she probably just thought, "Oh, look, hanging all these things uh, around my waist—that sounds cool." Um, but in reality, they don't look cool. <laughs> Um, it's like D tier superhero, like an obscure superhero that uses pots and pans as weapons. <laughs> I was see what's the superpower? Cooking the perfect egg, throwing babies, <laughs> throwing babies, making babies into guns. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I liked her personality up there, um, and that the fact that she had a concept, but yeah, she just needed to rethink that a little bit more. Agreed. All right, the next one up is Georgiana. What did you think about Georgiana? So she's completely referencing the Emiliano Zapata painting that came up last week. Um, mm-hmm down to the the horse and I just I don't really like her <laughs> you don't like her <laughs> so <laughs> we're talking about the outfit you're like it's just too just like everyone says she's just too focused on uh, let me look cute it's not even like beautiful it's just like cute and it's a little too childish in my eyes. I didn't like it. I mean, her bodysuit fits her, not like Aurora's, which is good. Like, she looks well. <laughs> she doesn't look great, but she looks well. Um, I feel like like the, the proportions are right. Like, her, her outfit fits her. Like, it's polished enough to be like presented on the runway but it's just not like you said it's just she's stuck on this one thing and it's just kind of yeah not going anywhere yeah the the most interesting part is the horse the look it's not it's not nothing too interesting yeah no aesthetic wise it's just like oh I'm gonna look cute and I think um, Ricky Lip said that too that her her yeah. jacket is not it's not very personalized. It's just kind of like mm-hmm. whatever is cute. She's like the drag version of a Halloween costume, where it's like um, <laughs> Emiliano Zapata, but cute, mm. or like okay, Freddy Krueger, but cute. Oh, okay, like it, it just looks like she's wearing stuff on top of what she actually wants to look like she's like a mr potato head <laughs> i don't 
<laughs> not oh. like that but like <laughs> the fact that she just takes things off and she's she's not really transforming into a different character every time she or embodying her drag persona it's more of like she's just the the, the yeah the clothes is wearing her okay yeah i can see that like in a way like it's not like she said ricky lips personalized it's not personalized yeah yeah like everything she puts on is just covering how she actually wants to look like she wants to focus on being cute and that's fine like that's okay but when they're giving you all these challenges and they want you to to show more they want you to actually embody like a character then that's not gonna work unfortunately. yeah props to the horse the horse was doing everything it was doing the heavy lifting <laughs> <laughs> all right um let's go to electra vandergilt she is next on the runway i actually really love this look i thought it was very unique and um yeah it was a, it was a great take on this challenge she presented it well she was like in full character it was a little too for me it was like just a tad bit too like the way she was marching it was like she was somebody was like controlling her feet like she was it wasn't believable mm-hmm. it was just too like oh this is how people walk like kind of like imitating it like making fun of it in a way but then her face was serious so it was it wasn't like working the way she presented it but she did stay in character so i really appreciated that and the outfit was i think it was really good i really liked it what did you think yeah she definitely committed to the whole character the concept and um it was a little cartoony in places um but I liked I liked her commitment and yeah the the look was cool um, just the fact that she was um, she was wearing literally wearing the uh, suit like just it's just hanging on her basically yeah. um, it's just I've never seen something like that which is pretty cool and, and it looked well made overall so yeah definitely a cool look. The next one up is Seafair. And um, what do you think about this look? With Seafair, I think I really like the message more than the actual look. Um, I mean, the look wasn't bad. And I get that she was representing um, one of the women. I didn't catch the name. <sighs> I'm sorry. But... She was representing one of the women that were was actually fighting for like women's rights at that time as well. So, I mean, that's definitely cool, and it's a different side of la revolución that CFED is representing. And like he said, it's not focused on guns and war, and it's focused on revoluciones that are created by people um, and society. That was really cool. I, I wish the I wish the look was more artistic in a sense, less like on the nose because it, it's it, it looks like a costume is what it looks like. Yeah, um, a well made costume, but uh, I, I tend to like the more artistic flourishes that 
the queens put into their looks. Yep, you said it. Yeah, it's more of a costume. That's what I thought too. Like it's very polished, it's well made. Everything is right, but it just doesn't tell me anything about her drag. And that was part of the challenge is to mix your drag with this um, theme. And I think she missed a mark on that. Um, but I think she did well in presenting it and she did the best at speaking. I think I believed her the most um, when she was doing that monologue. And um, and I do like that she went for a different route than, like you said, than violence and war. It was just a, it was a different take on it, which no one else really did. So, I mean, it was a good look. Yeah, but I think she missed the mark a little bit. Um, the next one is Iris Ekise. And she is all silver. I guess she is a statue. Tin man. She's a tin man. Tin woman. Yes. Yeah, she, she is playing a statue, but that, I don't know, just the color, it got lost on me a little bit because it made her look like a robot instead. The And then she starts like spray painting herself, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I, I definitely hope it wasn't toxic and maybe also water washable because that poor stage is probably stained with uh, all that paint spray. Um, and uh, it was a very brief thing that she said, but she explained, of course, that she is a statue. And she said that the value of a statue cannot be compared to the life of a human. Cool message, but not my favorite look. It just, it just envelops her. It just makes her look bigger as well. Yeah, that jacket is not not well uh fitted and i don't if you're gonna come out as a freaking tin person or silver or like an android you better look like a statue or a statue (laughs) i didn't mention one thing that she was presenting you did not (laughs) um you better come out and i better be like oh my gosh that is a statue and it came to life but no the details are not there like a statue so it's a very smooth she should have done that with her hair the makeup should have been a little bit more reflective so it can reflect as like a statue would um so all of these like details were just lost and that's why i it, it wasn't as successful um and i think that's what to be honest that's what letal is talking about i think like if you're gonna do this go all the way like you have to come out looking like a like an actual statue and then have you ever seen those people on I don't know like New York yeah where yeah. you're walking by and you think it's a statue and then they like move and you're like ah, they scare you that's what they should have done mm-hmm. that's what it should have been exactly but we know yeah we, we knew right away we're like we see the frizzy hair that is not a statue so yeah I, I didn't really love it and then she just stuck that little banner at the end and it just didn't really do anything. It was just like, okay, whatever. Um, the last, the last one on the stage is Vera Cruz, and um, I didn't really get this look. I think it was something to do with religion, but I got lost. Mm. 
Yeah, me too. Um, it looks more of like a Halloween look, Halloween costume. Uh, like a vampire or something. Yeah. Um, and besides washable, I hope the stage is also fireproof. Because <laughs> those sparks were flying everywhere. And I hope she's fireproof as well. The look is it's fine. It's cool. Uh, it's just not... To me, it's not for this challenge. No, it was very off. I, I could not understand where she was getting that reference from. Um... But the fire was cool. That was fun. But it, again, it was like it had nothing to do with with this challenge. Like if you're gonna do a gimmick, it represented the battle that was going on. Oh yeah, the sparks of the flames of the people's hearts, and yeah, no, it was just it was too out there. Um, but she, I mean, it's pretty polished, so good for her. I think Vera Cruz is always going to look polished. She, her looks have been pretty, pretty polished. So I'm excited for her, but it's just hopefully she sticks to the theme more. All right. So that is it for the runway. So the winner is Paper Cut. She is La Mas Revolucionaria. And the bottom three are Georgiana, Tiresias, and La Carrera. And uh, yeah, how did you feel about the lip sync, about the winner, all that? So, yeah, I mean, Paper Cut definitely deserved it. Really, yep, really cool look. Uh, I think it definitely stood out amongst the rest. And, uh, and then Veracruz and... And Lupita, both are, they're, they're the winners of the mini challenge they reveal. So they get saved from being um, at the bottom because of those points. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, then we have three menos, um, which, hmm, why three? <laughs> I, I get Georgiana she was talking back so that was probably like i need her oh yeah gone um no but really her look was not up to par um i did not see tiresias being at the bottom i felt like the judges didn't really um, say too much uh, about her to where i would have thought okay she's definitely in the bottom Mm-hmm. So I thought that it was going to be just between La Carrera and Georgiana at that point. Um, as I said, like I thought the lip sync was not as bad as it could have been. Um, at least they all they all did something up there. Um, but I do think that they made the wrong choice. And if it really was Galilea Montijo's choice... Um, yeah, very, very bad choice. Um, I think it should have been Georgiana at this point. Um, and, and I'm hoping that being at the bottom will light a fire in Tiresias and que le eche más ganas. Con ganas. Yeah, I feel like the bottom for me would have been La Morralisa, Lupita Kush. I mean, she won the challenge, right? So she got extra points for that. 
But if we, we weren't counting the mm-hmm. little extra points, it would have been Lepita Kush, La Morralisa as the bottom two. Well, maybe Lupita Kush and Georgiana. Yeah, I agree with that one. Yeah, because they they just, I think they missed the challenge the most. Um, they missed the mark. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah, she goes home and everybody's crying, like we said. Again, very sad for her. I saw some comments online that they were like, oh my gosh, I was crying. This is the first time I've cried watching the show. And I'm sitting here just drinking water, being like, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, it's sad to see her go, but I'm not crying, you know? Ruthless. Um, she, I kind of felt like she was ready to go. She was like, I miss my family. I'm like, not even here. I'm still thinking about them like every day and I can't focus. And she said something like that. So I was like, oh, she probably wasn't really wanting to win. So it's better for her to go. <laughs> I guess if she want, if she really wanted to, you're like, you're like, no, it should have been Georgiana. <laughs> you're like, no, yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay, all right. Well, thank you guys again for joining us for another episode of Quienes Lamas recapping Lamas Draga. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, let them know where they can follow us. You can follow the podcast. Uh, on Instagram at Quien es la más, uh, where you will see the looks of the week as well to follow along. Um, and then you can send us uh, an email uh, to contact us uh, at Quien es la más podcast at gmail.com. Please rate and subscribe um, to the podcast, uh, especially rate the podcast give us a couple of five star ratings if you so please um just to kind of get the word out you know it definitely helps us um and where can they find you Yigi? you can follow me on instagram at yes it's Yigi. and yeah i just want to remind you guys again like what said please even if you, it's super easy to go rate the podcast just go to five stars super easy it doesn't <laughs> take that long and it helps us a lot. Like, it'll just help us um, reach more people. So, yeah, uh, we would appreciate that. All right, that is it for us. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Adios. You said crack. Crack.